TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. D'Angelo Hall came on Grant and Danny on Friday after he made some comments on NFL Network about maybe being worried that Dwayne Haskins wouldn't be the starter for the Redskins early this season. So we wanted to get him on. I want to play this clip for you again and listen to what he says about Haskins versus Kyle Allen. And, you know, for me, I just sub in the name like Cam Newton or Jameis Winston, and, and what he's saying makes a lot of sense. A credentialed longtime starter who's had a ton of success. It's interesting to me that he thinks a player of the caliber of Allen, who, you know, kind of fell apart in the stretch run last year and what was overall a decent first sample as a starter, considering that he was an undrafted free agent for Carolina, is only 24 years old. Here, here's what he had to say about him versus Haskins. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm absolutely worried for Haskins keeping the job because I want to see this organization in a good place in five years, in ten years, and, you know, in the next two, three years, not necessarily just next season. And so if you, you know, if you think about how this offseason already has unfolded, you know, it's very similar to the year of the lockout where you're not going to get a lot of time with your teammates is looking like. And so knowing that Kyle Allen has the advantage of knowing this offensive, having played in meaningful games, um, you know, with this coaching staff, you know those guys trust him. And, you know, to bring him into a quarterback room that, you know, that has Dwayne Haskins, a young, impressionable player who's still trying to figure out who he is as a player in this league who had great success in college, you know, I've always felt like if you're going to give the keys to a guy, give the keys to the guy. Don't put anybody behind him, especially in this situation. That's going to just cause any type of distraction or any added pressure to Dwayne Haskins and bringing in a you know a guy like Kyle Allen. Does he help his football team? Absolutely. Will he hurt in you know in some way Dwayne Haskins' uh, progression? I think so. Eb, if if Ron Rivera just took over in Arizona, and they brought Kyle Allen behind Kyler Murray, it, it wouldn't lead to anybody looking over their shoulder. Right. If he was in New York with Daniel Jones and he brought Kyle Allen in, Daniel Jones all of a sudden isn't at risk of losing his job. If he's saying Dwayne Haskins is, then I think that tells us something about Haskins, no? Yeah, it just tells you what his opinion is of Haskins. He's not sold on him. And I don't disagree with him, frankly. Um, here's the question I wanted to ask you before we went to break. So if you had to put a percentage on it, when this is all said and done, is Dwayne Haskins going to end up being the guy? Like at the end of this year, are we going to say he's the guy? From zero to 100%, what is your percentage? My confidence level that he is the long-term answer. Yes. I would put that at the percentage chance of me saying definitively that he's the guy at the end of this year at, I would say, 30%. Oh, you're lower than me. I was going to say 50-50. 
I mean, I'm completely I, on the I'm fence. Definitely not fifty-fifty. I got six quarters of good, and everything else worries me. I so. I got you, that too, but that and that's why I say Kyle Allen. I think could beat him out. Yes, he can beat him out. There's no denying that, in my opinion. But I'm not allowing him to. I'm not having a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just taking that off the table. You're taking that off the table. Exactly. Unless it's so bad that it's embarrassing. Like, I'll give you an example. When I was on the Skins beat, and you guys were so good to me, and I still appreciate that and how often you guys had me on and and helping me out and helped me a ton. But when I was on that Skins beat covering the Redskins and Mike Shanahan at the time, I remember having a, a talk with Shanahan off to the side one day when he was benching John Beck to go back to Rex Grossman. And he was basically like, listen, I have to bench John Beck to go to Rex Grossman, not because I want to. He's like, I'd like to see in this offense what Beck could become by the end of the year or whatever. He's like, but I got veterans coming up to me saying, you're losing us, man. You're losing the locker room. We know Rex is better. Exactly. We know this. We see it at practice. And if Haskins is so bad at practice or in games or something and Kyle Allen is so much better, then at some point you have to make that change. I don't think that's going to be the case. And if that is the case, that he's that bad and Allen is obviously better, Cousins Griffin style, then you know that Haskins isn't the guy and none of this matters anyway. Because at that point you're able to move on. Just like Griffin's still a backup. Hasn't become a starter anywhere, very obviously. So I'm not worried about it. Because stressing about it, you know, as a Redskins fan, like, oh, what if it happens? Then, well, he wasn't the guy. Then that's good to find that out in year one with Ron Rivera. I'm not waiting to year three, though. Like, one thing Danny and I have talked about a lot, Danny's been pro-Haskins from the beginning, really, really big believer in the guy. But, like, I get the sense when we talk that Danny, as of at the end of this season, is going to basically be of the belief that, well, last year wasn't fair to him because of Gruden versus Snyder. And this year hasn't been fair to him because of the offseason and coronavirus. So we got to wait till year three. I'm not doing that. Like, I, after two years, I need to have seen enough or not and move on. Right. No, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm willing to make that call. I feel bad for guys because I do think it's the most difficult job in professional sports. No doubt. But you know how many guys have gotten the raw end of the stick? Like, Patrick Ramsey got screwed. Oh, so Jason many guys. Jason Campbell do. got screwed. He's just the next in the long list of them. Yeah, yeah. It it's not fair. But that's reality. It's not fair. So I do feel for him. Uh, but Me I think too. you're right. I think the referendum is what does he do this year? And we're gonna know. We're gonna move on, or we're gonna we're just gonna roll the dice with him. So but you're at you're at fifty fifty. I think it's fifty fifty, and I'm being optimistic. Okay, and let's talk about the the good part of that. Because for me, the thirty percent is, I, he is way more athletic than I thought he was when they drafted him. I kind of thought he'd like center blocks for feet, stand in the pocket, kind of like a big, um, mm-hmm. like a, a Roethlisberger. Like when he moves, it looks labored. He's not that. He's got a huge body, but he he moves pretty well. Um, he's got obviously the very strong arm. We all know that. But I also have been really impressed by his um, his competitiveness. Like you can see this tangible late in games. Doesn't matter that he's 0 for 17 from the floor. He'll take the three. I think he's got whatever that is in him. So I like that as well. Uh, and then the last six quarters bump my percentage up pretty substantially. Where does your 50% positive come from? Uh, well, I like what he did late. Like you say, I do think he's a better athlete than you think. Uh, I think he's got the big-time arm that he can do it. Uh, I like that that he performed at a high level in college. That my I'm I'm I have more questions than I do things that I like. To be honest with you, my questions are more the intangibles. 
the you know like the work ethic I'm a little concerned I've always from day one said I'm a little bit concerned that this kid is more interested in being a superstar and and you know and living the life being about that life than about just like it's too much social media it's too much defensiveness on social media um it's just that generation I, so that, yeah, but I'm, I've only ever seen one guy on that level, and I don't pay attention to all the quarterbacks with every team. Yeah, but the good ones, you, you see what they do on social media. Him and Griffin, exactly. You know, that's I, it. That's the list. I know, and I don't like it. And I said it from the beginning, and people attacked me. You know, but I don't like it. Um, and you know, I'm just I'm a boomer. Okay, boomer, whatever. Right. I, that, but that's what I. That's the stuff that I don't like. And and, and also, just Fair. frankly, the inexperience. And, you know, he, he's, listen, he wasn't what they said, you know, they were leaking that, hey, this kid can't even get it to the line of scrimmage. He can't get us to the huddle. He can't call the plays. None of that proved to be true, right? So I think that was unfair. I think well, in fairness, they were saying it early, and, like, that Giants game was such a, a debacle that I, I, it was probably fair at one point. I think he snapped well, he wasn't prepared. He wasn't yeah. prepared, but it, it wasn't like he couldn't even take him to the line of scrimmage. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I I'm probably more pessimistic than my fifty fifty, but I'm trying. I'm a Redskins fan deep down. I want this kid to succeed. Yeah. So I don't want to be on the side of thirty percent. Yeah, I think people need him to succeed too. I mean, if you're back in that quarterback bucket, that can go on for years and years. Let me read you a tweet real quick. I want you to react yeah. to because this is interesting. Uh, Wookie of the year says, "I know Tua got hurt, but how are they married to a guy who was a reach at fifteen and picked by another administration?" Tua was a slam dunk number one overall pick before Joe Burrow put the cape on last year. So without getting in even to the specifics of Tua and all these things, I, I would start with this. Picking a guy at 15 that I think by now we all agree with was a reach at 15. Wasn't viewed that way that night, but we all now know with how raw he was and, and what we saw last year, it was definitely a reach. Tua with his profile, you just take his name out, you put someone else in, what he was supposed to have been before last year. I'll tell you this right now, E.B., if not for his injury history, and I don't just mean the, the hip that he's coming back from right now, his entire injury history, concussions and otherwise, and the jaw and everything that he had at Alabama over years and years, you know, with his body, he seems to get hurt a lot. That's the only reason I'm not in the Tua camp. But generally speaking, we saw this with the Cardinals. They drafted Rosen. It looked like it wasn't going to work. They went and got Kyler Murray. This is what teams do. It's a different administration. You inherit a quarterback. If you don't love him, you go get your guy. We see it with GMs and coaches all the time. It isn't crazy to think that it's a good practice for them if they really, really like Tua to draft that guy. It's obviously a, a controversial, difficult situation, but they inherited a quarterback who was a reach who has more bad than good on film from last year, and they now have a pick at number two and could get a household college name who was a higher-profile player than Haskins. The tweet makes some sense in terms of why isn't this a conversation. It was for a little while. It's kind of disappeared. I think it's just because they just want it to pay off. But if you had to put your money on, who's going to be a better pro? You bet Right now, you got to put your money and go to, go to the to you know uh, the MGM Grand or whatever, the new sports book, and you're going to say – Who's going to have a better pro career, Tua Tagovailoa or uh, Dwayne Haskins? I'm putting my money on Tua. Me too. Should, does it, should they draft him then? Sometimes it's just circumstances prevent you from that kind of thing. I mean, you know, I don't know. You just start dating a girl, and then you see a hotter one walk by. Should you dump that? You know what I mean? You just right. You just married this chick. Like you got to at least see if she could. But are you, you know, married to him or are you dating him? <laughs> 
Well, when you know, you're if you're the first round them, pick, you're you married him. Now that listen, you think divorces happen all the time, so you can get a quickie divorce. But when you when you when you select a quarterback with the fifteenth pick, you did marry. You walked down the aisle. With okay, him. but did someone else marry him? I mean, Ron Rivera didn't marry this guy. It's true. Scott Turner didn't marry this guy. They just kind of showed up, and th- this is the person living in their house. Let me tell you something. If they can unload Haskins, and I think it would have to be a draft day trade where they could unload Haskins. So let's say Miami wants to move up. They'll take our Haskins and uh, another pick or whatever. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. If they could get a two back, you know, and, and they took two at two, I think it would it would be fascinating. They They need so many things that I still hope either you go – Chase Young and or trade down and add a bunch of picks because they need a corner who can play. They need some pass rush. They desperately need a tight end. They, they desperately need a left tackle. It would be really nice to get help from McLaurin at wide out. I mean, Tua and nothing else doesn't make you a whole lot better. But if, if he's decidedly better than Haskins over the next several years, that, that at the most important position, at the position that's kind of the end-all, be-all, it should definitely be something they're discussing if they believe – internally, that he is considerably an upgrade. I think what's preventing them is what you said at the beginning, is the injury history. If it wasn't for the injury history, agreed. I think they probably would make that move. If he had a clean bill of health, and all along this year was healthy, and throughout his career he just kind of started, was on the field every Saturday, I think the Redskins would either be taking him at two, or they'd be trading back for all the draft picks, and the Dolphins would be coming up. I think they take him. I think it'd be a Josh Rosen situation, and I don't think that's ideal. I think it's a nightmare situation, but I think that's what they would do if he was healthy. Eric and Grant with you on the fan. We'll put a bow on our broadcast. I want to bounce a couple of uh, of debate questions off EB before we get out of here next. Plus, we'll set the table for Danny and Pete at noon right here on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.